I'm Daryl Baskin. You're listening to the future of real estate on your home for success. 105.7. Remember to find your next home at homeguidetulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, homeguidetulsa.com. My guest, Mark Hurst with Creative Good, and it's creativegood.com. And I've followed, followed this website for a long time. Mark, it's really great to be talking to you. Um, we, we've discussed security, uh, home security, surveillance, and the, the, the privacy matters that sometimes uh, I'm going to take the, the opposite end of this. There's the convenience side of it, and then there's the you're invading my privacy side of it. And I think many times we are so enamored by the convenience of something like, okay, our Alexa listens to me tells me or, or tells me what my shopping list should be. I don't have to think as much. It's so convenient. And then there's the other side that can't, when this when this goes wrong, and I'd like you to talk about this uh, most recent story with a gentleman's uh, father's life being shut down by Google. Tell, tell us about that. Well, this is a story in the New York Times um, just recently that talked about a father in California who uh, had an infant son who had uh, a medical problem. The father called the pediatrician. The pediatrician said, well, we're going to need a photo. You, you can just do this virtually. Email us a photo of your infant son. And so the father got the infant son undressed, took a photo of the relevant uh, body part, and emailed it into the pediatrician. Next thing you know, the dad's entire Gmail life is shut down. His Gmail doesn't work. He has no access to Google Docs. He cannot get into his Google Calendar. And he quickly realizes that because of the photo of uh, an undressed uh, newborn, the Google photo filter that is always watching when you take a photo on a, on a Google phone um, unilaterally decided to shut down his entire Google presence uh, and reported him to the police. Well, the police came and investigated and quickly found out that there was nothing going wrong here. This was a father trying to uh, get medical care for his son. And so the father was cleared of all charges and problems. And so the father then tried to contact Google to get his account reinstated. Now, Daryl, have you ever heard about the 1-800 number where you can call Google for customer service? I, I haven't heard of any <laughs> number. The father reports that he was unable to contact anyone at Google. So, and finally, when he heard back, they said, uh, the police may have cleared you, but we didn't. And he's still working on getting his access back. So this really, this actually, uh, you, you bring something up as a joke. And I have been told, because I have a business account, I have been told that there's this number where I can reach Google, but I don't know how I would ever reach Google, and I pay them for my business service. What happens? And this, I believe this father was just a, a regular consumer user. I don't think he was on the business plan. A lot of people, you know, have a Gmail account. They have a Google Calendar account. They store docs and photos in the Google Cloud, and Google unilaterally, uh, whether by algorithm or by some content moderators, single click of a mouse button can take down the entire account. And the point of the story is that 
when Google decides to do something, there is no recourse. If now, if something happened from law enforcement, you know, there are democratic levers of power for citizens to speak up. But the more you assign your life over to these giant corporations, the less power you have as a citizen or as a consumer to do anything when things go wrong. So that's the danger of big tech. And I think maybe the the um, overall message here to this discussion is that uh, the we're losing our democratic power of, okay, I can go uh, battle this out in court or, or talk to the, the department that's going to handle that. This is artificial intelligence that is making a decision. There may not even be an individual behind it. That's right. Or there could be an individual who you you may have a disagreement with how the company is applying its own values, but good luck trying to fight a trillion dollar corporation. They just won't talk to you. Um, so the, the, the good news is there are alternatives for all of these services out there for email, photos, documents. And I list those. I have a free site at goodreports.com that lists alternatives for all of the big tech services. Well, and you have a you have an app. I think that we, we first got connected through your app, Good To Do, which is yes. uh, like a to-do list, but it has a lot of robust features, and I found it very helpful. Tell me how you got into this creativegood.com. I would call it even a, a business or the, this news reporting. Well, I have always been interested in trying to make the Internet easier and more accessible for normal people to use. And uh, I've been at it for 25 years, and I've watched the Internet go through different iterations. Um, and most recently, over the past 10 years, I've become more and more worried seeing the rise of these big tech companies that were not operating in the best interest of consumers or, or citizens or communities. And so I decided to start speaking out because I've been here long enough. I know the players, I know the companies, I know the technologies. And what I'm trying to do is steer people towards making better decisions for, for their own long-term best interests. And you, you talk about the uh, about big tech, and I guess the, the, the danger is they're really not accountable to anyone. There is no no government accountability because in many cases they're telling the government what to do or controlling uh, even uh, what you and I see as uh, media and, and and creating that political pressure that they control. Is, is that a decent summary? Yes, that's totally fair. I mean, it was interesting to watch a bipartisan effort, Republicans and Democrats working together. It's a rare <laughs> partnership issue over the summer trying to pass a couple of bills to slightly rein in the power of big tech, of Facebook, Google, Amazon, and Apple. And those four companies that I think have a combined market cap of over $4 trillion put tens of millions of dollars into lobbying and advertising and fraudulent fake activist groups trying to shut down the legislation. And it looks like big tech won for now. And it's disheartening to see that even a bipartisan group of senators and and representatives cannot cause change yet for big tech. But we'll get there at some point. 
people are learning and uh, you can learn some more at creativegood.com and that other website uh, mark hurst mark thanks for being on with us today is goodreports.com did i say that correctly yes that's right goodreports.com well thanks for the work you do and uh good to talk to you mark thanks so much daryl you're listening to the market expert show with exp realty i'm daryl baskin